As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everyone loves happy hour, and no one makes an hour happier than actress, comedian, author, host, and self-proclaimed hat girl, Dee Dee Sorvino, who each show serves up an hour of good times and great conversation. Food, culture, fashion, current events, history, or just good gossip, grab a cocktail and take a seat as Dee Dee shares stories, talks with friends, and makes you wish you could keep the bar tab open all night. Where there's a party, there's Dee Dee, and you are invited. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Drinks with Dee Dee. Here's your host, Dee Dee Sorvino. Hey, everybody. Paul and I are here, and we are having a great time, even though everybody else is going crazy. They're nuts. I don't know what it is with the cosmos or with the the world or with politics, which we really don't talk about on the show, but it's making everybody crazy. So here, we don't get into all that. No fighting unless, you know, someone's boring or they, you know, say something stupid. I will call them out on that. <laughs> but what we do, and that's, yeah, of course, my husband, he's always, he's always there for protection. The one and only movie star, Paul Servino! Anyway, honey, the best. And you know what? I wish everybody could be as happy as we are. I mean, because, you know, we just have fun every day. I mean, maybe not every minute of every day, but every day. Because if you're not, what's the point? I mean, you know, it's just, it's just not worth it, right? I mean, it's not worth it to be. In other words, it's worth it to live. We're not saying now, but it's not worth it to not be having fun. If you're not happy, move on to something else. Move on to someone else. Really? Move to a new place. I mean, just make the change. Paul and I believe that if the energy's bad, just move. Just go somewhere else. You know, even if it's in the next room. Even you know, e- even if it's just like to you know change where you're eating, change you know the person you're with, change you know the, the environment. Just change. But here you don't have to because it's always fun. Always upbeat. As I tell you the topic of the day, you're going to say, why is that the case? It's the Carp DM show, meaning, I knew he's going to say that. He is giving me the hardest time today because I keep saying it It's the wrong way. Which means (laughs) seize the day. Means take advantage of the opportunity that a day gives you because it'll never come again. This is the only time we'll get it. So the wisdom in there for me is make the most of what you've got now because yesterday is gone. 
Tomorrow is unknown. All we have is now. Carpe diem. And that's why you want to have a party. And that's why we're going to have fun. And we're going to get started with the drink. Because look, you know, that kind of always helps the situation. I don't understand teetotalers. I mean, whatever. It, it, that's what blunt your bow. But, you know, I'm thinking, why not have a cocktail? And today's <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> and today's cocktail is really a great one. Yeah. And special. In fact, in our book, you know, Pasta Parties that Paul and I wrote together. And Paul basically did most of the food, almost all of it. And I did the drinks, put the drinks together. So this particular drink today, Carpe Diem, it's called the Roman. You know, the Romans knew how to seize the day. They knew how to do a lot of things, especially, you know, those, uh, those guys like Caligula. We don't want to be like him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we want to be more like, you know, Augustus, Caesar. It's just, to us. Yeah. So anyway, the Roman uh, is, uh, I want to read the recipe. I want to get it exactly right. And, and remember, we took days, no, actually weeks, to test these drinks and create these drinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this one, this one took a while because we wanted it to be just right. So I'm going to get my glasses and I want to read exactly. But if you buy the book, you'll have the whole menu of that from chapter. The city of our, from the city of our honeymoon. That's right. Paul and I honeymooned in Rome. And it's beautiful. If you can go to Rome, go. If you can go to Italy, go. But it's called the Roman. And it's two ounces limoncello. And that's like, for us, it's just the magic liqueur. It fixes everything. Not that this needed to be fixed, but it just makes it better. Uh, one and a half ounce of grappa, a half ounce of dry vermouth, two ounces of Prosecco, and fresh rosemary sprigs, you know, for the garnish because it looks like Julius Caesar's, you know, like his, like his little, uh, you know, I will call it a hat. It was not really a hat, but all about hats. So that's what it looks like. However, we're on the road. We're in New York. Paul is starring in Godfather of Harlem, so we needed to come to New York and come early to quarantine for 14 days. So that's what we're doing. And we're drinking. We're drinking the Roman with our friends here on the show. So cheers to all of you, and let's get the party really started. Here we go. And honey, in Italian, it's not really cheers. What is it? Salute. Salute. Salute o salute? Salute. Paul always gives me a hard time because I always butcher everything. 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 Ah, <laughs> uh, Gracie. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I say goodnight, Gracie. So the funny part about this, because, you know, we want to have the party. We want to have the bar talk. And lately, everyone's lost their freaking mind. I mean, they just have. I mean, everybody's mad or like, I'm going to move out of the country or... I'm just can't stand it. I can't survive. Or people going, hey, hey, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the election, oh my God, oh my God, it's the best in the world. And everybody else is like, ah, screw you. <laughs> so everyone is from, a, on a scale of one to 10, it's like at a 12. It, it's crazy. So I thought, you know, we couldn't talk about something just like, you know, like the goddess show, which I love. And like, just, you know, just these like lovely kind of top. This had to be a humdinger. This had to be <laughs> about living for the day, Carpe Diem. And I thought, who better to talk about this than a professor that talks about earthquakes? Because think about it. If you live in an area where there are earthquakes, you better be thinking about living the day. And also, honey, you know what I'm going to say. Remember when we went to Pompeii? And we're thinking, what is the deal with these people living right by a volcano? 
but they wouldn't move. And in fact, the government tries to get these people to move because the volcano is going to go off. But they're like, nope, we're staying. We don't want to leave our home. We like living for the day. Don't you think, honey? <laughs> if anybody expresses that best, it's the Pompeians. Yeah, they're not leaving. You know, the government, I mean, and it's a decent amount of money. I mean, I don't know, 15 grand or something well, yeah, like that. Yeah, they want them all to move. Yeah, no, no. Like almost nobody has taken the money. Scary. They're like, no, we're, we, we, I think in a way they like that adventure. But look, we, our guests at the end of the show are all from California, and, and that's Earthquake Central. And in fact, there was just one. And, I'll, you know, I'll tell our story about it when we get closer to the end of the show. But first, I thought it would be good to have this professor. And, and this guy is so talented. He, he is a professor of divinity. He, he can talk about earthquakes, astronomy, politics. He's just one of those guys. But the, okay, well, let, let's for, for today, for the most part, talk about earthquakes and you know, natural disasters. Like, why would you live by the San Andreas Fault? I don't understand it. So I say, let's bring in our special guest, the professor, not the nanny professor, the really smart professor, Kirk Messick. Professor Kirk Messick, where are you? There he is. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Well, did you hear that? Paul said you're a very professorly looking person, which- Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I try my best. Well, I clean up good for the camera anyway. You do. You're looking good today. I mean, are you going to go? You're, are you in Bloomington? I am in Bloomington. Yes. Oh, well, Bloomington's a beautiful place. Much fun. So I acted I there 40 years ago or more. In, Wonderful. In the traveling company of the Trojan women. Oh, okay. Were you theater there? Were you at the auditorium? By the people there. It was so sweet. Everybody was so nice. And I wasn't quite used to that. But I got used to it pretty quick, and now we're back in Indiana. Yes, and part of the reason I shared with Kurt, I have to share with the audience, you all need to check out Cameo, because I do these Cameos, and I just like to have fun with them, and, and Kurt, was he requested a Cameo, so that's how I met him. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, I teach this class. I'm like, you teach what class? Earth science, and he teaches a lot more of that, astronomy, yep. earth science, and he does all these things. But my last class to get my bachelor's degree, it took me forever, was that earth science class. And that earth science class is what got us to start thinking about moving to Indiana because it scared me to death. I was so scared after that chapter on earthquakes and I'm living in LA and I'm like, oh no, I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> you know, Simon did that too, the great playwright. He said, it's a posh way to die and he left. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're much more likely to have an earthquake in LA than you are in Indiana. That is certain. That is certain. Okay. So, Kurt, tell us how likely, how, was I wrong? Was I just being a fraidy cat to be scared to be living in LA, or, or, or was I on to something? I felt like I learned a lot in that class. Well, there there is a much higher propensity for earthquakes in a place like LA, really anywhere on the West Coast. So you'll get all the way up from Alaska all the way down to Mexico, you have earthquakes and you have volcanoes, uh, such as Mount St. Helens in Washington. Uh, those are all caused because the North American plate is pushing up against the Pacific plate and they're pushing against each other. And that's sort of what's caused the mountains to be there. But that shifts every now and then. Whenever that shifts, you get earthquakes. And 
when you're living in the middle of the country, like Indiana or really anywhere in the Midwest, there aren't those kinds of plates that are shifting back and forth. The nearest next plate is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So, so we're pretty safe. That's not to say we don't have earthquakes in Indiana because we'll have sort of pressure ones, but we don't have them with near the frequency or for the most part, nearly the, the intensity that you're going to get in LA or San Francisco, uh, places like that, that, that can really shake it up. Well, uh, Kurt, we have three guests at the end of the show, and I'd love for you to stick around if, if you would. Kind of, let's scare them. <laughs> one, is, one is in San Francisco, one is in LA, and one is in San Diego. I wanted to- You're make a, cruel. <laughs> no, I'm just so giddy to be out of there. You know, look, I mean, we have a ton of friends there, and it's the entertainment capital of the world, and we will go there and stay at a lovely hotel when we're there. And this, you know what's great about that? If it starts to rumble, we can take the key, throw it down, and get the heck out. <laughs> and we're <laughs> yeah. to you. you know, it's a lot harder if you've got a home that you're trying to, like, you know, get your uh, valuables or a dog or whatever. But I mean, but if you're in a hotel, I mean, you still might go down. If this, you saw the movie San Andreas. That's another scary movie. It's like, oh, good grief. That's oh, I'm old enough. I saw the original Earthquake. I, 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 I know that. I saw Charlton Heston go down the sewer and all of that. Oh, that <laughs> it, one too. Yeah, yeah. it's very scary. Uh -huh. Do you remember the earthquake in San Francisco years ago? I do. I actually had a friend who was in the baseball stadium when it started shaking uh, for the World Series. So, so that that was quite something. Uh, well, you I've know, enough. No, go ahead. Please. Oh no, you're yes, please. Well, I have a number of friends who relocated in, who are in the entertainment uh, uh, business to Vancouver, thinking that would be safer. And I told them it's still on the Pacific coast. It's still where the plates are bumping up. You just haven't heard as much, but it's coming for them too. Eventually it will. There was a relocation in the, I think it was 04, 1904. Mm -hmm. that, uh, that one, they happened to be the greatest singer who ever lived, Enrico Caruso, who was yes. singing and what happened was he shook him out of bed, ran out in his nightdress, you know, and scared to death. He said, I will never come here again. <laughs> and he, he was in the street, you know, and this was to lose that man would have been a national tragedy. Oh, well, Kurt, I have to tell you that, that it started with the class, the class that you teach. Unfortunately, I did have you as a teacher, but the teacher was good enough and the class was, was good enough to scare me out of California or at least start making plans. And, you know, I've got a husband that's big time in the entertainment business, so I knew that wouldn't be an easy sell. You know, and we had a beautiful place. She and, did know, it behind me, behind my back. <laughs> well, I started... Said, I said, where would we go? She said, it's already bought. <laughs> <laughs> Out. I already have my I shouldn't let her play with money. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the second warning to me was the earthquake in LA or in California, 4th of July. And remember that? Oh, yeah. So that was so, uh, that, what, what, two years ago? So that was, that was 4th of July. And I was on the 11th floor and it started shaking. No, first it was like boom, 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 like shaking like this, you know? And then it mm -hmm. started going back and forth, back and forth. And the 11th floor isn't even like, you know, 20, 30, or 40. I mean, that would be much worse, but it was bad enough. And I'm like, I'm going to die. This is so bad. And, you know, and when you're an Indiana girl, you, you're not used to that. That's so that was, the first, that was the second warning. And then the third was Paul and I were together. 
and it happened again. I'm like, all right, we're out of here. Three times you're out. We are out of California. Paul didn't even know it yet, but I did. We are out of here. <laughs> and well, I was, what you were what you were experiencing there, there are actually two different kinds of waves in a typical earthquake. There are pressure waves, and that's the sort of the, just the back and forth that you were describing. And then there are secondary waves that are sometimes called sinusoidal waves. Uh, I have to say that to prove I have degrees in the subject. Uh, sinusoidal waves go like, an, like a sine wave up and down. And if you've ever seen a video of the bridges that are sort of doing all these wavy, wavy things and falling apart, that's the real destructive part. Because a lot of buildings are built to withstand the sort of the shake and bake, the back and forth kind of shake. But the sinusoidal waves that are twisting, that puts torquing forces on things. Anything can crumble under that. And that lasted a lot longer than the shaking like this. That, that, yeah. but can you say it again, Kirk? Because I always butcher uh, everything. Sinusoidal wave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it basically means like, like a sine wave, sinusoidal. Uh, but so, definitely, so, so. I, I may have missed that on the test, but 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 I did get to stay in the <laughs> class eventually in the end. But, but I was so scared with, with that part of the class, uh, but, it, but it at least got me to Indiana. Uh, but you know, that lasted a long time. I mean, yes. that lasted longer like than the short shakes you're talking about. The mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, and it was so frightening. Yeah, and, and the, the, the thing about the, the different waves is some of them will go all the way through the earth and we can register those all around the planet. But just like a wave in a pond, if you throw a pebble into a pond, the further away you get from it, the less intense it is. There are literally thousands of earthquakes on the planet every single day, but most of them are just so, so light we don't even feel them. There, professor, there is one defense against this. And what you is that? You don't know it. I probably don't. It <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's, it's a good prep. You know, it, it's like doomsday prepper. This is our prep and moving to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not far from me, we have Oliver Winery. So when you come to Bloomington, I'll take you out to Oliver Winery and we'll have a great time. Um, we would we, like to see that. We would love that. And so, I have to tell you, Kirk, also in, in the class, uh, when we were talking about the earthquakes in, in California, I mean, the destruction, but it, it, it looked like it was done deal. There is absolutely no way this is not going to happen. It's not if, it's when. Now, but you're the professor, you're the expert. Is that true or not? Is it for sure going to happen? Well, th there will be big earthquakes, but a lot of things are now reinforced, at least for the pressure waves. So if you're not too close to those S waves, those sinusoidal waves, you're probably not going to get a lot of destruction just from the earthquake. The bigger difficulty is when it breaks gas lines and they catch on fire and other kinds of secondary problems that you have with that. Now, one of the places I go quite a lot is Reykjavik, Iceland. And I've been going there for years and years. That is right on the ridge between the uh, sort of Eurasian plate and the North American plate. In fact, you can go there and stand in one spot and have one foot in Europe and one foot in North America. And each year you go back, it's further and further and further away. All the buildings in that area are reinforced against earthquakes. But the other thing that they have to worry about are volcanoes. It's harder to reinforce against volcanoes than it is earthquakes. So I'm actually worried hey, about okay, done again. If it goes off again, they're done. That's why they want to get them out of there. But no, they're in for the excitement. They want the excitement every day. I have so... another defense against that. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, well, well, in, in Iceland, the big thing there for many, many, many years is Spanish wine. So that's the great defense. We're, we're, we're good with that too. I mean, Wines you know, from but right now we're mixed. We, we mixed the Roman from our book and you bought the book. I did. I you did. In fact, book. I love it. And, and I so even have cool. it right here. <laughs> so of course, we want to put you on the show. I'm like, I love this guy. I mean, and you're just like everything. I mean, just real quick. I mean, why don't you go through your credentials only because I can't even, it's hard to believe. It's almost like you're the talented Mr. Ripley. How can you have all of that talent? You know how to talk about earthquakes, but you also know about astronomy and what else? Religion, which you need if, you, if an earthquake happens, people are going to need the religion. Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, well, I have a master's degree in divinity from Christian Theological Seminary, which is next to Butler in Indianapolis. Uh, so, so I am actually Father Kurt, so I'm holier than thou. And well, you're, you're uh, a Catholic priest. I, I'm an Anglican. I'm an off-brand. Uh, so, well, you, so, guys are, so you guys are lazy Catholics. You know. Yes, that's what I. Well, I, well, I I'm now, Presbyterian, so I'm totally out. We're going so, away. I mean, there are, you can't even find a Presbyterian church anymore, hardly. But I, I'm still. About fate. I'm a fatalist. Oh. <laughs> <Maybe> father. <laughs> so, okay, that, that's fine. Well, we'll all drink our wine together and we'll get along fine. Uh, <laughs> but I also taught for many years at the American Military University, and I was the chair of the philosophy and religious studies department there. And while there, I did master's degrees in national security studies and political science and space studies and astronomy and also sports management. So I could be the next Jerry oh Maguire. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and because I, they gave me free classes. So I just kept going. <laughs> so Tony, can Tony, can Tony, is Tony available? Can he talk? Tony's our boss here. He's like in charge of the podcast empire. Is well, Tony, sure. can Tony well, talk? Are you Well, can, can I talk? I don't know, but I'm here. <laughs> well, I thought maybe you were drinking in the back room or something. You didn't know. So Tony, and Tony's so cute. He's so sweet. So anyway, he's our boss, though. And, and so, Tony, have you had, like, an earthquake experience? You know, since you're in California, since I've been in California, I was I live in Santa Clarita. So was it a year and a half ago when that big one up in uh, Ridgecrest was it Ridgecrest oh, yeah. that hit? Oh, I felt that one big. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that got me to Indiana. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I. So, go ahead. You should talk to Kurt, his father, and he has all these things. He'd be a good podcaster. I'm just saying, no pressure. But Tony was like saying, "Do you know interesting people?" And you can, but you still have to do our podcast when we ask. Okay. Oh, <laughs> saying, You'd be a great podcaster. You have all these things, anyway. But I was just wondering, Tony, I thought it'd be good to bring that up. And I wondered if you had had a, an earthquake experience as well. Yeah, I've had several. I've been here almost 20 years. So I've felt several earthquakes, small ones, nothing that made me have to go change my, my diaper. But um, <laughs> but definitely the one in Ridgecrest was the one that what woke me up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back to we'll, we'll be back to California often, but in a hotel, so we can make a quick getaway. Right? Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's hard to predict when earthquakes will come. That's that's one of the the real problems. Is there's no real methodology for telling exactly when, or even within a number of days. Uh, the same is true for volcanoes. And one of the reasons I go to Iceland is because they're in the forefront of that kind of research because they live right in the middle of it all. Uh, aren't, they so, on a aren't they on a volcano? Uh, I mean, actually, there, there, there are dozens and dozens of active volcanoes in Iceland, uh, most of which cannot be pronounced by anyone outside of Iceland. 
which is why the one that went up in 2010, no one could pronounce it when they were talking about it on the news. So You're obviously trying to get to see your boss soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I feel like I, I, I'll go when I go. And well, you're not I'll scared. Have a, you're good. You're good regardless. Yeah. No problem. And, and, you and, go, and you go, I'll, you I'll have a good time until I get there. And I'll, I'll, I'll just do the best I can while I'm here. And, and that's, I think, the best Carpe diem. all of us can do. The theme of our show today, Carpe Diem, seize yes. the day. Yes, seize the day. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I think that is a very important thing to do. Also, as you see in my sign back here, keep calm and carry on. Uh, that, that comes from World War II, but I think it's something that we can continue with uh, just in our everyday life and work. If we watch uh, politics on the, on the news, I, I can't, can't really even watch cable news anymore. It doesn't matter what channel. It's just like, nope, too much. Uh, so so the, I, I think this was a four case of wine election that you just sort of need to keep to keep going and going and going. How about a winery? Uh, we, we're looking at buying a winery at this point. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, we, yeah, Indiana isn't a bad place for that because I also have friends who run the Chateau Thomas Winery and the Butler Winery in addition well, to the Oliver Winery. Tell them that the Servinos are ready to partner up. That's another so, show. So, so <laughs> sure. Well, well bring, bring me along because I know a little bit about chemistry too. And, and uh, Ooh, we like that kind of chemistry. I'm telling you, you need to have your own podcast. I'm, I wasn't joking about that. You're perfect for it. But still, we get first dibs. Our podcast, number one first, okay? Uh, certainly. Okay, Al <laughs> always and forever, yes. I mean, Sir Vino, Vino is our name. You know, we're going to have a winery. We're going to have a wine. It is a goal. It will happen. And, and you know, cookbook, drinks with Didi podcast, Tony. It's going to happen. We're going to have this big empire. And that's the big plan. Just so you know. And you'll be a part of it now. You're in. You I, 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 I'll be a very happy not. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurt, well, what I, about volcanoes in America? I mean, because, you know, I'm talking about it in Iceland, but, you, you know, is Mount St. Helens, is, is that still a problem? Or what? And even like Yellowstone, you know, even though it's a geyser or geyser, how do you say it? Geyser. Uh, I want to butcher it. Actually, we, we can, it can be pronounced both ways, uh, geyser and really? geyser. Yes. I apologize, uh, my dear. Yeah, he's always like, no, he's always shaking in his head. Is not how you say it because you were usually dealing with Italian words, and I and I mess it up every time. So thank you for getting me off the hook. Look, these guys I finally are boxing. said something right. It's two geezers. If it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you were Italian, I would say, what do you get when you have two gizzards? <laughs> I you don't know. Give a gizzard each. <laughs> Which means, what do you say in Italian? I don't get the Italian. I, I of course not. I, don't, I know, but I really don't You're understand. You're not Italian. I know, but I don't understand the, the jokes. They're not funny. None of them are funny. Zip, zero, you whatever. You have to understand Dr. Kurt to make that accusation. Uh, Holy Father, Dr. Kurt, the, the wise one, he was being nice and laughing, but it was not funny. I love you, but it's not funny. It's not your joke, so I don't feel like I'm insulting you. I'm insulting the person who put that joke together. This one he'll like. Okay. Quote, I hope. <laughs> why do Italians hate Jehovah's Witnesses? I don't know. Tell me why. They hate all witnesses. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. See, now that's funny. That's funny. I actually spent five years as a stand-up comic. Uh, I, I, I just sort of... What have you done, Father? Not I know, you're talking to a podcaster. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Richard, Tony. <laughs> so so I, I wandered around. I, I, I would I would put my collar on on stage, but about halfway through my act and people go, because oh, they weren't expecting yeah, it. Yeah. So that, that was sort of the big reveal. But here's the thing about humor. It's always culturally specific. So what's funny in one culture might not be funny in another. Sure. And, and, and that's why you can't make a universal judgment about humor from someone else. It's funny for you, it's funny for them. Uh, so, so that can be true also across different genders and across different generations as well. Uh, that's why when you read Shakespeare comedies, they're usually not funny, uh, but, but they were funny at the time and, and you sure. have to work to make them funny now. When I, I did my production of King Lear, uh, I had to change things like chivalry, things, stupid words that they made up. In mm. those days, it was funny. I took them all out and put in things that would matter today. And yes. it worked very well. And you know, Shakespeare kept changing. We don't know if, if Lear was bald or Lear had it because the, the fool says, uh, in thy bald head. And then he says, thy locks, you know. So mm -hmm. we don't know, but we what we do know about those things is you, as you just said, is you have to at least try to push it into some understanding of the culture, try to get it somewhere. And yeah. that's how sometimes, uh, you know, modern day dress works because it gives people more of an identity with it. Um, how we dress? Yeah. Like my hat? Yes. See, but Paul doesn't like the new suits and bugs him. He always sees these new suits where the pants are too high or real tight or like you can see the shirt and it makes him crazy. But you know, Paul's like low. old school. Pants are too low. And he's like, I don't understand those. That's for kids, <laughs> not adults. Yeah, but they looks kind of cute on the kids. I mean, you know, at least, it, and look, the only thing I don't <laughs> like is when they have the shorts and they're falling off. You know, when they wear the shorts and they're falling off, I don't understand that. Why do you want to wear shorts and they're falling off? Look, I like the polos. I like polos when they put them up like that. I thought those polos were cute. You know, mm -hmm. I like the 80s stuff because it's happy. You know, I, that's, you know, and that's part of like the podcast. I just want happy. If it starts to go downhill, and that's why I thought, let's talk about earthquakes and about how you need to live your life in case there is one. And then teach my <laughs> friends at the end that all live in California. <laughs> so we can talk about it because we're in Indiana. I mean, but you know, I'm like, oh, you guys are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> joking they know i love them and we go back you know look we have to we're back in la all the time because paul's in entertainment business i am to a tiny degree and it, it's great but it's but it, i've got to tell you before we go to you know our crew our, our earthquake crew cali crew i think it's frightening i think it's I, I really was scared to death and i really was motivated to get out because of that because in the class i was seeing what was going on under the earth and it's for real it, it is, it is. We've got these big convection bubbles that are bubbling up around, and that's what causes the plates to shift around. You know, we're, we're the only planet in the solar system with these plates that move around. So we're, we're constantly surfing on the magma. And well, uh, I wish, you know, look, California's great. The entertainment business is great. I hope it stays. I just keep thinking about, did you see the, the uh, footage of when Clark Gable was shooting a movie? And all and everything was falling apart. Have you seen that, honey? Where everything was falling down, and because they were shooting something, and the earthquake actually happened. And then, but and and that was San Francisco, I think. And then, you know, what happened uh, when they were had the ball game years ago, and everything. It just seems like mm -hmm. 
It seems like San Diego gets the worst of it. So I'm asking you, before we get to our California crew, which is Northern, Middle, and Southern, if you had to guess, and I know you you don't know, really, nobody knows, but if you had to guess, where do you think the next, the big one will hit? Do you think it'll be Northern, Southern, Middle? Any idea? Well, the Bay Area seems to get it more often and, and more dramatically than Southern California. Uh, but it's sort of like the stock market. Uh, past results are no guarantee of future <laughs> earnings uh, there. So I, I, I know uh, bridges have collapsed in, in the Bay Area. The Oakland Bridge, for example, had a big collapse during one of the earthquakes there. Uh, but, but really, I, I, I think it could happen anywhere because not just the San Andreas Fault, but several other fault lines that are there. Now, in LA. In LA. Yes. And, and really bad could, ones. <laughs> I mean, you can get them all, all the way up the coast because the, it's, it's the same basic tectonic structure that leads all the way up to Mount St. Helens in Washington and then all the way up into Alaska where we've got other mountain ranges and volcanic activity. And just because they're not that active right now doesn't mean that they can't be very soon. And we, we've, got, we've got rumblings going on and not just in Washington. So where do you think if there was a big earthquake party, where do you think it would be? <laughs> well, I keep wondering if uh, at some point we're going to have one uh, somewhere in the Midwest in the New Madrid Fault, uh, which is not Oh, one thanks of, a lot! <laughs> but it's not one of the plates shifting there. Uh, so, so you're not going to get a lot of the S waves. You're not going to get a lot of those twisting waves. You're mostly going to get the pressure waves. And you just rumble around with those and, and you survive. Uh, but I had an earthquake experience maybe about 12 years ago. I was just napping on my sofa and I thought a truck had overturned outside because the whole house shook and it turned out that was an earthquake, but it actually, I could hear it outside. That's why I thought there was a, a truck outside because it gave an audio signal outside when it happened. Uh, but there wasn't any real damage to speak of, even though it was powerful enough to do that. Uh, so you're still safer in Indiana. We, we want you in Indiana. You're still safer here. Oh, yeah, for sure. But but I'm, I'm aware of that. And you don't want to be in Evansville or Memphis. And is, isn't that the, the problem? One of those cities are going to get it if it really hits Memphis or Evansville? Memphis is uh, considered to be a target because there was a time where there was a an earthquake that shifted the flow of the Mississippi River. And it, it, it didn't shift the whole river just locally, but that could become a floodplain. And the Army Corps of Engineers has looked into areas around Memphis and Arkansas and southern Missouri and all of that area there and determined that there's not a lot they can do. Uh, so you're sort of you're sort of taking so taking a risk. By, yeah, I told you. you just got a party. Look, that's what this episode is all about. Don't worry about it because you're going to get it or not. It doesn't matter. It's not up to you. It's up to the powers that be, and I know, Father, you want to say it's just totally up to God. I get that, but some people listening may not get that. You can talk to them. They they can, and actually, we we will let them know how to contact you if you want. You might not want that. <laughs> <laughs> Social media, but still, you know, as for Presbyterian, I'm a fatalist. I think we're going to get what we get, and just don't worry about it. And that is why it's like, even though I say, well, that's why I moved to Indiana because I'm scared to death about it. <laughs> so, Father, in your particularly class, particular class of divinity, you don't have confessions, do you? Oh, yes, we do have confession. Uh, so, so, like so in, the, I, in the thing, and Father, bless me. 
Yes. Uh, so <laughs> no, I can imagine. Hold on. Okay. I can imagine it's. Okay, you have two Manhattans and three whiskey sours, and uh, the rest of it just enjoy. But see, but the Anglicans drink like the Catholics, right? Oh, certainly. When are you drinking certainly. something? Remember, I said uh, we need to do a toast. So, what are you drinking? So, well, right now I've just got my little my little Gatorade Zero here. of choice is actually gin and tonic, Bombay Sapphire. So, so I'll do that. Uh, Tanqueray, Beef Eaters, Boodles, I'll, I'll have all of those. And a good scotch now and then. Oh, we have a, a place here in Bloomington called the Irish Lion. And it's got <laughs> every scotch you can imagine, every, every British and Irish beer on tap, all sorts <laughs> of wonderful things. Uh, so, so yes, come, come, when you come to Bloomington, we'll go there too. We'll, we'll, Hit, hit the Oliver Winery and then we'll go to the Irish Lion and then we'll we'll figure out what opera is playing at the music school and we'll just make a whole day of it. Another podcast. That's a, another podcast yeah. which, will, which will be amazing. So I know you're not an EMT guy or I know you're not like a fireman or whatever, but if you had one word of advice dealing with earthquakes and volcanoes or, you know, things like that, what would you say? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if it's volcanoes, it's like run away very fast. God, right? There's no chance. <laughs> that, that, that's about all you can do with that. In, in terms of earthquakes, don't uh, if, if you're going to live in any kind of earthquake zone, don't live high up. Don't don't build really tall uh, and and uh, uh, try to make sure things are, are more secure. Uh, like you were talking about the Clark Gable movie. I've watched different newscasters who have been on air when earthquakes have hit and you see everything in the studio, which is which tends to be pretty flimsy, shaking around and you've got all those lights up there that you don't know who screwed them in and are they going to fall down? And no, there's no screwing them in. They so, just fall on you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so, so you, you, you want to try to take just what I would consider to be reasonable precautions. You could also carry sort of your own personal airbag kind of thing on a backpack. So when there's a, an earthquake, just pull the ripcord, yeah, sort of, sort of like an inflatable Beverly rat. Hills, Kurt. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all doing that in Beverly Hills with their Louis Vuitton bag and having their big floater on the back with their fur. Yeah, that's going to work real well. No, they're all going down. That's it. <laughs> I always hear people say is don't run outside because that's what I wouldn't want to do. I don't want to run outside as fast as I could, but that's bad because you've got all these things flying around like glass and, you know, whatever. So mm -hmm. it's, it's there, the problem with earthquakes is there's nowhere to hide. You're going to go into the ground. You're going to, you're going to burn up in a fire. You're going to get smashed under the street. You're going to, so just have a drink and not worry about it because you don't know what's going to happen. So that's all you can do is have a toast and say, I love my life. Carpe diem live life yeah. to the fullest because you never know what's going to happen mm -hmm. so you got to admire those pompeii people because they're still there they're not going anywhere the california people are still there our boss tony these are them and they love it it's la you know they're having fun so we we toast them but i'm happy to be in indiana i'm happy to visit them and come back home to tornadoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
tornadoes and real bad heat or cold. Yeah. Yeah, but at least we can just go in the basement, wait it out for a minute, have a shot or two, and move on. You know, <laughs> an earthquake is just—it's a little more involved. And, and so if you let's get bring caught it in the to so and Kurt, if you get caught in the tornado, you end up in Oz. So, so there you go. I, that, which is perfect. Uh, I'm good with that. That's perfect, right? What? To end up in Oz with the tornado. And in our little town where we are in Madison, the, the, they have a siren that's so loud. No one's missing it. And this is for storms, too. It's not just for tornadoes. Nobody's going to die there. Nobody. Because everyone's. <laughs> but see, with, with an earthquake, you, you get, what, you get like 30 seconds if. And look, when we were there, we didn't get that shake alert. We didn't get it. It did not happen. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, LA was supposed to have that shake alert. Didn't happen. They talked about it after the fact. So, you know, you really, you really, it's, it's tough to get an alert for the earthquakes. At least with tornadoes, you get, you get a couple minutes. And with hurricanes, you get like three days. <laughs> yeah. So there is that. So, as long as we're together. That's right. That's right, Papa. Hey, we're happy. We're good. We're drinking. We're happy. No problems. It's all good. But again, this wasn't to be like a dinner, even though I'm going to tease our, L our, our not LA, but our California people as we, we're going to bring them on and uh, scare them. <laughs> but it, it's, it's just like saying like, like, you don't know if an earthquake is going to happen now or in a hundred years. It is going to happen. I learned from class it will happen. We, we don't know if it's tomorrow or 50 years or who knows? Nobody knows. So live life to the fullest if god wants me well yeah. well father we, you're we, holy, we've all got to go sometime so <laughs> so it's your holiness or your holy no, no, that's the book. or i know but your holy what no he said it was, he's a holy guy so well he's, well i was i was making a joke saying i'm holier than thou uh, holier than thou all right yeah. well that well that works for us yeah Even yeah no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not a holiness at at all. So 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 yeah, I, I although the, the the joke used to be that Anglicans were Catholics who didn't learn Latin, but I actually learned some Latin, so I knew what carpe diem meant. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, perfect for the show. So, all right. So. Well, father and friend and earthquake expert, let's bring in our California friends and talk about earthquakes and living and living the day. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Are they here? Are they ready? Give me one second. Let me get them all in here and crop the shots. We'll be ready to go in a couple minutes here. Sure. So we love Bloomington. Where you know, I hope to uh, get a uh, doctorate at some point there on with something. I don't know what, but Certainly. it's a beautiful campus. Well, let me know when you're working on that, and I'll put you in contact with the right people because I know oh, everyone over at IU. Uh, so. So, that so would be yeah. great. Mm -hmm. Looks like we've got more people coming. We do, and they're all Californians. California. <laughs> and they're going to get the business. <laughs> Chris, hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm great. What are you drinking, Carissa? I am drinking, well, I Fred made it, so it's a... Uh, I think there's some some rum in there, some pineapple juice, and uh, some sort of a grenadine. Mm. It's a combination. It works. Okay. Hey, Lori, are you on two different devices? No, I'm on one one device here. Let me see what's going on. I have, I'm you showing two. Tom. That's weird. That's funny. It's, I see two devices. Tom from the Legion. <laughs> hey, Tom. Hey, everyone. 
It's Tom from the Legion. Can you hear me? <laughs> Where there's a lot of drinking going on there. I miss the Legion. Yeah, the I know. Legion bar. I mean, it's just terrible. Everything's shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, right? Miss seeing you guys. Well, if anything was open, we, we'll, we'll come over. <laughs> it hasn't been open for, what, a year? So, Lori, yeah. do you want to call Lori Helene or Lori Matthews? Which is it? Well, it's both, actually. It's Lori Helene Matthews. <laughs> which is great. Well, Got to put the whole thing in there. I'm just going to call you Lori. Hey, that's fine by me. It's the easiest carpe, way. Carpe diem. Uh, did I say it right? Carpe lorem. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this appropriate? Oh, yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> what am I drinking? <laughs> well, just whenever Tony says we go, we yeah, go. Almost so, there. No. Okay. All yeah, right. Don't worry. We're good. We're just visiting. You know, Paul always Perfect. makes fun of me. He's like, what do you what do you mean you're visiting? He doesn't understand that, you know, because I'm from Indiana. That's what we say. Is that we're having a visit. And he's it's like, what? When we had a visit. We went to see Aunt Mary. Like they went, got in a car and visited. Just for the visit. You go, go to somebody. But you know, just sitting down and visiting. And a visit. Yes. Insane. That's right. It can be. Sure. Absolutely. This is the best we can do with COVID, right? This is a visit. Oh, it's a visit. Unfortunately, yes. Hey, do the best we can. This is a Take great us. show, you guys. Cheers. Yeah, this is We're awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Be merry. What are you having, Tom? Is whiskey. That a beer? No, it's oh, whiskey. Okay. Oh, I love it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> whiskey. I love it. that's my that's, that's my drink my drink of choice. <laughs> We're, the, the, uh, are holier than thou leader of this uh, show that is the earthquake expert which is why when and all you Californians <laughs> okay we've got, got the earthquake expert so I thought we were going to see my California friends in a drinking all day alright we're, we're ready when you are oh great okay so I'll just do some applause everybody ready in five four three two <laughs> That's better. Yeah, so we've got we've got the California crew. I That's right. For this show, I was so excited because it's just like everything's going crazy right now. So I'm like, okay, well, well, let's have the Carpe DM show, like live for the day. And 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 what is a what is a good motivation for that? I don't know an earthquake, a uh, a volcano. So I took my last class to get my bachelor's degree. I'm now working on my master's, but to get my bachelor's degree, the last class I took was earth science and Ivy Tech. And Kurt, who is our big star uh, guest today, he is right. an expert on almost everything, but he's an expert at earthquakes and he teaches astronomy and earth science. So this class I took to get my bachelor's degree scared me to death, scared me out of California. <laughs> so I just wanted to share with my California friends why it should be Carpe Diem for them every day because you never know what's going to happen with the earthquakes. So anyway, let's start, Lori, with you because you are in maybe the, the craziest earthquake place in the world. You are in San Francisco, the last gigantic oh. earthquake. Now we did we did have rumblings in LA recently, but you <laughs> are in the place where 
my gosh, it, it just has really happened. I left my ass in, in San Francisco. In San Francisco. <laughs> oh, my dear. So, look, does it bother you? Do you think about it? I mean, do you love San Francisco? I mean, what's going on? We lock up? Yeah, well, okay, yeah, okay, yes. I love San Francisco, but, you know, I... I live away from all of the bad things we're seeing in the press, you know, all of the homeless and the drug usage and everything, because that's all downtown and in the bad areas. But I'm a little bit outside of downtown, so it doesn't really affect me that much. I don't know. You know that song? Downtown. I love that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I okay. I got. When I was there, I was doing a show called Bert D'Angelo Superstar. <laughs> I played this really tough cop. <laughs> the best <laughs> and uh, beautiful place. My God, I was on the 14th floor. Yikes! But oh. uh, but it was a beautiful neighborhood. I loved San Francisco. I really did. I could have lived there, but you know, okay. I have to go where the I'm where above. The work is. I have to go where the herds are. Yes, absolutely. Where his wife is. Yes, that's where my true. wife is. That's where I am. So Lori, yes. San Francisco's gorgeous. It is. I mean, downtown's got some issues. I mean, but you yeah. know, we're talking about that seismic activity. I mean, you don't really think about it, right? Or it, well, it, you, is it a thing in your life? Well, you know, when I when I first when I first moved here, you know, I had the outsider's viewpoint of, you know, oh, you know, you never know when the big one is going to hit and, you know, everyone's going to die and all the buildings are going to fall over. And um, what what I found out is that we actually have earthquakes every day because of the natural shift. And so after I realized that we had earthquakes every day and they're so small that you can't even feel them, that kind of took my fear away because now I'm like, well, you know, we can have 10, 20 earthquakes a day and it doesn't phase me because I don't feel them. So I just, you know, go about my day thinking, well, you know, there's going to be a bunch of earthquakes today and that's it. So ever since I kind of got that mindset, it just hasn't bothered me since. And plus, Bert said earlier that that happens all the time. There are always earthquakes. But he also said that San Francisco seemed to be the big party place for them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I believe that. I believe that. But, you know, also, too, since I live, um, you know, on a big hill that's, you know, bedrock, uh, I live in a very stable neighborhood. So I don't have to worry about my neighborhood liquefying, like down in the marina area. So, you know. You know, so maybe I, I know. So maybe I'm a little bit, uh, you know, more confident just because of the neighborhood I live in, too. So, Professor Kurt, is that a big difference to be in bed, Rob, and then you're going to liquefy in the marina? It does make a difference. It does make a difference. Uh, some, some terrain is more stable than others. Uh, last time I was in San Francisco, I stayed in a hotel not too far from the City Lights bookstore. And mm-hmm. I was that's I North was, Beach. Yeah. And I and I was going on a cruise to Alaska, so I was sort of near the marina area uh, there. And 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 you can tell as you're sort of walking along, this this is flat built up area that could crumble fairly easily. Uh, and 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 a lot of it is either uh, man-made or sediment that's going to be 
more easily liquefied or more easily jumbled or just things will tumble down on it from up above. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So, 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 so when I go to Malibu, I always feel like it's Armageddon. That's why I always feel like it seems like it's sort of artificially kind of, you know, I don't feel like it's safe there. Am I wrong to have that feeling in Malibu? Because it seems like the, you know, and they've got like the, like that netting on the hill with the rocks. And I'm like, oh, that's going to hold, that's going to work. Well, right. Yeah. Landslides <laughs> are a big thing there. Yeah. And, and, and I've, I've been through. Uh, the highways there when there have been both fires and there have been landslides. And, and it does feel like you're going through a disaster, a movie. Uh, who was it? Was it uh, 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 Irwin made the films that everything fell apart. I mean, it just felt right. like you were move, driving through a movie set with the world's about to end. The movie yeah. Irwin, which one was that? Do, we, um, do you know that Irwin? What movie that everything yeah. fell apart? I, I think uh, that I think there was there was an earthquake and there was a disaster of like towering inferno. Who who did towering inferno? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking th we these are all these, uh, we have all these entertainment people here and nobody knows. Call Angelo Pizzo. He'll know. So. <laughs> and you all may not know who he is, but this is a guy. He did Hoosiers and Rudy. He mm -hmm. was in L.A. And he moved to Indiana, so he's our, he's our hero. So it's all good. So, all right, so, so Lori, I mean, look, I mean, I'm feeling for you, even though it's a beautiful area. I mean, I'm glad you're on bedrock. I'm glad you're not gonna liquefy like those marine, marina people, they're done, they're doomed. They're, you yeah. know, that's like, you know, that's like an inlay, you know, those people. Scary. Pompeii, the Pompeians, it's over. They all tried to you're get done. down to the water in the big one in 78. And, Pompe and a lot of them did not make it. Yeah. Hmm. I've so, been to, I've been to, we've been to Pompeii, and it's astonishing to look at these people caught in mid-stride, whatever they were doing, and it, it inspired a, a, a statue, I, a sculpture I once, I'm a sculptor, a sculpture hmm. I once did of uh, the Herculaneum, and he's watching the lava come down that will kill him in 30 seconds. Terrifying. I donated it to the Kennedy Center. But it was it was inspiring and that's what I got out of it. But again we go back to the theme of the show, the carpe diem, meaning that like hey, live your life, have fun every minute. Mm -hmm. You don't know what happened. And be creative. Leave something here after you if you can. Mm -hmm. If it's sure. love, sure. If your children, they're primarily love, your wife, your husband, leave something there that wasn't yours, but that you gave. Mm -hmm. That is the secret of all of it, to make other people first, not mm -hmm. you. You're here mm -hmm. on borrowed time anyway. And mm -hmm. if you're not in life service of some sort, like our dear father, then you've missed the boat. I'm happy on the party boat. I don't need to do any of that. I'm good. I'm just partying every day. <laughs> so I'm happy. I'm Follow sorry, me. father. I'm bad. She's the most generous. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just drinking and having fun, your right, Mom? Your heart <laughs> right. times, I was totally drunk at the American Legion bar. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing all these wonderful things. I mean, you know, because you know, because we know you from the American Legion in LA. <laughs> And uh, you're doing all these great things. And do you ever think about the earthquake or being scared about it or worried? Or, or is there anything in LA you worry about? There's a lot to worry about in LA. No, Angels. Not, <laughs> not really. I mean, when it's your time, God calls you and, and uh, you have no control over that, really. 
Um, I'm from the Midwest too, and I much more worry about tornadoes and blizzards than I ever do an earthquake. <laughs> oh, a blizzard. that drinks it so i'm i'm lucky there's always some well, there i tell you what if you, all, if you all go to la tell them you know tom anderson or the sorvinos no, 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 no. <laughs> give you i mean you get the, this great you, you know liquor for four dollars <laughs> I mean, it's the best nightclub in, in hollywood <laughs> nowhere else in la are you going to get like a big old glass and, a, and good pours for four bucks right a, 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 of whiskey it's not going to happen so yeah I know. And, and it's, I know. And it's the most beautiful legion ever. It's so pretty. So, Tom, so, so, okay, so it doesn't bother We bought a chair there, right? I'm sorry? We bought a chair there. I think so. Yeah. We boxed up. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, yeah, but I'm, theater, Tom, I'm, like, I'm a fatalist. I'm like, look, you're going to get what you get. So, we might as well enjoy life and not worry about it. I don't, you know, I, it, and as I say that, I moved to Indiana because I was scared to death of the earthquake. So, <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. I thought but, you said you were a fatalist. No. <laughs> but, but it's really, I love my home state and I wanted to be here, but you know, we'll be in LA like two or three or four months of the year. You know, it's a great place. So Tom, so you're working on uh, books and movies and this and that, like all kinds of things going on. So you are, you know, so you're living the life, you're living the day, you know, you're a carpe diem for sure. You're seizing the day. Well, I, I look at it and I agree with what Paul said. I mean, we have to leave something that says we are here in a positive way. And uh, when you write and publish a book, it's always going to be there. And maybe someday my grandchildren will say, well, that's grandpa's book, you yeah. know, and. And what's the name and, of the book? I see it in the background, but why don't you tell well, us? Well, that's uh, Haboob Wind. It's a military thriller I wrote. It was bestseller on Amazon. Um, I wrote a screenplay on it, which uh, Lionsgate was interested in before COVID took over, and then they said it exceeded their budget. And uh, now I see they have big layoffs. I have a second one, which is called Two Million Steps. It's about uh, uh, Wisconsin and the Civil War, and that's in final edit right now. That should be coming out uh, hopefully after the first year. And uh, besides that, I... Um, I was given an opportunity in July to have my own uh, show on a on a national podcast down in uh, San Diego. Yeah, oh, on the IQ him. podcast. Go with this one. Tony. Huh? What? <laughs> Forget what? him. Go with this 
podcast family, not them. This one, they suck. They suck donkey wiener. No, it's all about R. So Tony, wherever you are, you can find Tom. I'm just no. saying. I, no. I, like, I always like to have my friends and the family. You know, I, I like I like to have my connected group. I'm just saying. I'm always going to try. I hear you. I hear you. But it allows me to reach out and tell people basically what you're doing. I tell people to look within themselves. They can be whoever they want to be. Uh, just follow God's path, and uh, you can't go wrong. And you, um, uh, I originally started it to help combat the uh, suicides and with the veterans and uh, public safety because I always wanted to express to them there's a way, there's an alternative things are, are are not that dark you can uh, you can rebuild your life and you can uh, you can have a bright and prosperous uh, future not always monetarily but sometimes it's just within your own relationships so that's what this show is all about tom like people that are like depressed or dark or like they're going through a bad time join the party because it's fun life is great carpe diem i love it like, I you love know, it. Shift the energy, just like, all right, you know what? I know you're kind of bummed out, but let's stop that and move on to the party, our party. We're with you. So I'm just saying it, it can be that quick. I mean, so with what you're doing, that's great because a lot of people, I mean, I see that they kind of get in this circular depression, blah, blah. I don't understand them because that's not the way I, I think. Um, I'm like, this I sucks. I'm out. So for me, it's not easy, but I know a lot of people, they get in that circular thing. So it's like, just bring them on the show. Plug in the podcast and they're in. And we'll give them a call and say, hey, have a drink with us. All is well. It's all good. Right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you know what? Look, Tom, I'm glad you're not worried about the earthquakes. I'm glad you feel so good. And I knew you wouldn't. I mean, it's like, you know, plus, you know what? If we're in LA and you, if the, you know what hits a fan in any way, whether it's an earthquake or uh, whatever, we're going to that American Legion because that's a fortress. <laughs> and we're members and we will continue to be members till the day we die it, it it's safe there it's great it's like a, it's like an armory it's like it, it's like you know uh, nobody's getting in there right tom no nobody's getting into the no uh, hollywood american legion <laughs> it's gorgeous but we should <laughs> do a podcast there sometime it'd be great right we should do a podcast here it's a lot of fun so Carissa, it'd be a lot of fun yeah Carissa, yes, you have written this. And what are you drinking first? I asked you before, but I, I want clarification on, on what Fred did. Rum. There's Rum some sort of so pineapple juice. Um, some. In other words, you don't know. You don't know yeah, what he did. I know. You, know what, exactly what is. you guys are going to get busy. Sorry, Father. I know what Fred's thinking. I know That's Fred. It. I know how he thinks. Yes. He's an Italian. His last name is Gallo. I'm married to an Italian. I know how they think. So, you yeah. know, it's going to be a lot <laughs> So, so Carissa, you have written this wonderful uh, comedy pilot that's going to get picked up and it's going to be very successful, oddly popular, about these misfit women, like, kind of competing against these glamorous housewives. And the misfits kind of win, not all the way, but, it, but, but they're intertwined, like our world we are today. It's like everybody is like, you know, it's like San Andreas fault. You've got half the people on one side, half the people on the other, but they've got to live with each other. So that's <laughs> kind of what you're dealing with. So tell us I about your it. and are you scared of earthquakes? Don't lie. I, you know what? As a as a kid, I was petrified because in school we used to do these um, 
like once or twice a month, we used to do the earthquake drills and they'd make you climb underneath your desk. And it's like a two foot rickety rackety desk thinking that that's going to save you if, if there's a big earthquake and the building is falling down. But so that scared me. But like then after a while, you just when there was a bomb that was going to drop, like they do stop, drop and roll, or they have you go under the dress, right. like it save you from an atomic bomb. I know. And then <laughs> looking at it now, I was like, that's, I don't think that that's, that saved anybody. <laughs> but it just kept us from running out of the building. But I think now I'm more of a runner than a ducker. I think I just get out find an open field but um yeah so i'm not really scared of them anymore i don't i don't live on hills though i stay away from hills because i am scared of those going down and i don't live on, right on the ocean i'm scared of well, seeing lives on a hill at bedrock so let's see what happens that's right you have an earthquake let's see who survives Me. It's american legion and ra no it's nothing's happening there <laughs> i don't know look i've kurt dr kurt or professor kurt who do you think is going to survive on the hill or on the flat ground. I don't know. Before you said Carissa's going to liquefy. I'm not I don't know. Carissa, I think you're liquefying girlfriend. I think you need to get out of there. Vegas, baby. Everyone seems like a survivor to me. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put my money behind everybody here. So. Well, That's a good plan. There is a very good thing. The drill was very good because you get on the on the desk, you take off your glasses, put the pencils down, lean over, and kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> exactly. If it's there, just you know, you know, and that's why it's all about a flask. I should we should send it all a flask because it's like you always have to have that. You all have the right idea, except the professor. He's drinking Gatorade Zero. What is wrong with that picture? Someone tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe because he knows so much, he doesn't have to worry about it, but it's really because he's in Indiana and he's not worried. Oh, you've got your flask, Tom. All right. You know, I mean, that's always a good thing to have just in case. Like if the lava is coming down from the hill or, you know, if the earthquake starts rumbling, just take that flask and you're good. I'm just saying. Carpe diem, <laughs> right? Well, I would, you know, when I was a kid in LA, I was terrified of, of uh, earthquakes because. I envisioned them parting and they fall in. I know, it's and when scary. You're a kid, that's wow, you know. But somehow I got over it as I got older, naturally. I said, that's not likely, but uh, careful where you step. <laughs> you all invited to Indiana because it is yeah. safe there. I don't know, there may be a blizzard mm -hmm. too, but that's okay. We've got it covered. <laughs> well, with blizzards, you just stay home and drink. Exactly. I mean, look, we're all about that. You know, Paul, you know, we, I read a, uh, an article in the New York Times, and it's not like I believe the New York Times often, but on this one I did, I was talking about the bliss gene, meaning, look, it, just make it good. If it's bad, if it sucks, if it's terrible, get out and move on and do something great. She helps me with that. Yeah, because I think most people, most people just kind of get stuck. You know, they get stuck in the mud or they get stuck in an depression. So that's why I thought, with, you know, with this show with the Carpe Diem, it's like, live for the minute, live for the day, live for the hour, have fun. If you're not having fun, tell them the bad news, suckers. I'm out of here. You suck. I'm great. I'm going. That's all you got to do. It's really that simple. She also has a great philosophy. Mm -hmm. Something bad has happened. Immediately replace it with something good. So yeah. if you spill your drink, 
get another one right away. <laughs> well, last words from everybody about living the day. You know. That's right. So, Carissa. Yes, seize the day. I You can't wait for tomorrow because it may not be there. Uh, put it right. out there, whatever it is. Every dream, every hope, every creative endeavor. No time like uh, right now. Right now. Woo! And online popular is going to be a big hit. I love Evelyn. She is awesome. And Bridget, too. She's the best drinking buddy ever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to the world about seizing the day? Living your best life. Tom. Oh, all right. I'm loyal there. I say. Gonna, you know, that is the biggest glass of whiskey I've ever seen. I love it. I love you. That's great. <laughs> Hey, if you're going to do it, you got to do it, right? You win. You win. Uh, the show, you win. I the said, what I say is take the day, make it, every day count. Because you never have it. You make every day count. Always be creative. Totally. Cheers to that. Lori, what do you think about right. today with that beautiful? Is yeah. that Jordan wine? Is that Jordan? It might what be. Kind of uh, it's, a great wine. it's a really great one. Yeah, it is. What do you think about season uh, You know you what? I always say, um, fall down seven times, get back up eight. Oh, I love that. Amen. Yeah, nice. yeah you just gotta you just gotta keep on going, you know, because failure is a part of life, but the only people who fail are the ones who don't keep on trying. We have an Italian thing with that. Which is, yeah. you fall down, you might get knocked down, get up and smack the son of a bitch in the mouth. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll add that. Will you get arrested for saying that? In That's what my dad used to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are you allowed to even say those words in San Francisco? Is that still allowed? I don't know. I mean, they're very sensitive. Oh. Well, you know, you got to make your own rules here. Everybody does. <laughs> I agree. Tell you're on that bedrock. Don't worry about it. About those That's people. right. That's right. Those I'm on top of the hill. Den and a marina. Forget them. No, 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 no. Those people will be gone. They're totally gone. Forget them. Doesn't matter. It's over. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be up on the hill. That's right, girlfriend. <laughs> All right, Pastor Kurt. Give, it, give us your words of wisdom. But, but, but you, you get the last word. Oh, the last word. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Paul mentioned Pompeii, and there's a wonderful story I remember from that. Across the bay from Pompeii, there were two guys who were living, watching this happening. Uh, the Plinies, Pliny the Elder and Pliny the Younger. And they remind me of the Bushes, uh, Bush the Elder President, Bush the Younger the President, both people involved in the community, people who are involved in running things, people who have a civic-minded idea. Well, Pliny the Elder, who's sort of like Bush the Elder, got in his boat to row across to try to help people, never heard from again. Uh, so the moral of the story there is if there's a volcano going off, don't row your boat into the volcano. Uh, Pliny the Younger got on his horse and, 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 and ran to Rome to try to get help. And the first thing that people did when they heard this was happening was they didn't believe him. And it took a while for him to convince them that they needed to come and help. And by the time they got there, everything was gone. But to this day, the kind of eruption that uh, came from Mount Vesuvius is called a Plinian eruption because of the way he wrote up the story so that people would remember. 
So seize the day, do what you can to help people, even if it puts yourself at risk, but leave something people can remember so that other people will also be able to seize their day. Wow, that's great. Wow. All right, well, I can't, we can't talk that. Cheers to that, everybody. Cheers to all of you, our friends. Carpe diem, we love you. Have a wonderful day. Every hour, hey, Gigi. every minute. Yes, Gigi. Sir. Lydia wanted me to tell you hi, and she misses you. Who? Lydia. Oh, yes, of course. Love to Lydia. Well, I will do that. Thank you, Professor. That's wonderful. And cheers and have a wonderful night, day, week, and life. Love you all. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye now. Everyone have a blessed day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.